Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. There was a husband who was having a conversation with his wife as he's filling out his advanced directive. In other words, that's paperwork and discernment, like when, when comes the time for him to pass from this world. He wants to be prepared so that things are all in order, so that he's ready to die when that happens and doesn't have to worry about that. So he said this to her, Never leave me in a vegetative state, totally dependent on machines and liquid from a bottle, and if you see me in that state, I want you to disconnect all the tubes and needles, if there are any, or anything else that's keeping me alive, for I would rather die. The wife looked admiringly at him and said, Okay, I'll do it. Then she got up and disconnected the television. <laughs> and the laptop and the Xbox. Then she canceled his subscriptions to Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, because that's just how he apparently rolls. Then she went to the, the bank account, emptied it, and walked over to the fridge and threw away all his beer. I know. As for the man, he nearly died. <laughs> now, this humorous story reveals that we can put many things in our way that we think we can't live without. And yet they are distractions. And sometimes those things, those possessions, possess us. Some of those distractions actually can turn us towards sin. And sometimes then we become lost and cold. We wonder where our faith went. You know, as we approach Halloween, let's not forget what's most important, right? Not witches, warlocks. In fact, those aren't great costumes necessarily to consider. But it's a precursor to what? All Saints Day, right? All Hallows' Eve is what really Halloween is. That's where it comes from. It's an evening vigil mass of All Saints' Day. And that Saints' Day is a holy day of obligation. Yeah. Holy day of obligation. That'd be interesting to say when you're surprised. Mm -hmm. This is keeping things first. The church is saying this is so important that we celebrate the saints. That's we want to be there. And there's so many saints that are not named. We need to have a time to celebrate all of the rest. Now, fortunately for us sinners, and I include myself in that, the scriptures today, especially the first reading and the psalm, tell us about how God wants to interact with us in our state of sin or our state of being lost. Again, it's from the book of wisdom in the psalm. We hear this, that he will, refers to rebuke us offenders little by little. In other words, no steamrollers, right? Remember that homily? God does not want a steamroller us, especially if we have troubled and repentant hearts and we feel lost. Now, interesting, we have now Zacchaeus in the gospel who also illustrate, illustrates this point when he meets Jesus. Jesus looks to him because he's up in a tree. Zacchaeus has been seeking him out. This tells you something about Zacchaeus' situation. 
But remember, he's a cheap tax collector. That's like the bottom of the rung of society because he's gathering the monies of his own people to be given to the Romans, who are the ones that are the oppressors that have taken over the town. And Jesus, he didn't really uh, ask much. He just said, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm coming to your house. It's like God just kind of burst it in. But it wasn't without Zacchaeus's free will. Remember, he is looking to Jesus. Jesus knows his heart. He knows he's troubled. It is clear in the text that he is lost. And he probably knows it. That's why he's seeking out God. Zacchaeus, then we hear, is saved. His life changes. What does he do? He says he's going to give away half of his belongings to the poor. That's no small thing for a rich person. Think of all the things he's got. It's interesting because we can compare this and contrast it to how Jesus reacts to the Pharisees. Totally opposite. He really chastises them because they're unrepentant. They have cold hearts. Where Zacchaeus is that troubled person who's a seeker and needing help. Fallen and can't get up in a way. I think we've all been like Zacchaeus somewhere in our days. Where we've either failed in our faith or have sinned and become cold or we're troubled and feel lost. I know I have. And that's a separate homily altogether. So I'll hear some homework. Maybe a spiritual prescription that you might consider. Think about someone that you know. Someone whom is not living out the Christian life as it should be. Maybe it's a friend or a sibling, a child. Maybe it's a parent. Seek them out. And invite them to dinner. Or invite them to lunch. Or breakfast. Or coffee. So that you're now sharing something of a meal together. And rekindle your relationship. Regardless of their situation, let go of where they need to be and just be with them where they are. Recognizing they're struggling. This is what Jesus did to Zacchaeus. Have no other agenda than to love this person. As tough as that's going to be. Let them know how much you love them. Or whatever words you have that are yours authentically. That you care for them. It's good to see you. I'm glad we can get together. Maybe you can share with them, if it's the appropriate timing, to remind them that God loves us all, them and yourself. So you never know, the Zacchaeus that's sitting on the other side of that, that dinner table may finally respond and return to his or her faith. And maybe if you yourself are like Zacchaeus, and feel lost as well, maybe unworthy to do any of this, I still challenge you to do it. Why? Because if you dare do this, you both may be found. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org 
we hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.